the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day. There we go. There's the microphone. Jeez. Long day. Sort of, kind of, maybe. Mm. <laughs> There's no, what's, what's up mm yeah. for there? All right, word of the day. Waiting on my app to reload again, sorry. Oshios. It's an adjective. Being at leisure, idle, or in, indol- indolent. That's a new word I have to learn. So, Oshios. O-T-I-O-S-E. There you go. That's a tough one. We'll see if I, Oshios. Pretty Oshios before we hit the record button. And then your word of the day, unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com, Flan, is reaching, which is just an action when somebody is taking something too far. Hey, can I borrow 20 bucks from you? And you'd be like, you reaching, man. Thank you. You reaching. You reaching hard. Reaching hard. All right, Flan, you ready? We got a decent show today, I think. Just decent. I won't set the bar too high. We'll let the listener... Thank you. You ready? Yes. Let's get it on. I wait for you, California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things to do before I die. Oh, yeah. I wait for you. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things to do before I die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to rest. Shorty want to me like a pig, one way I'm a model, catalog of sits, see me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, I had to move away to get me closer to the ocean, seashell, had to get it myself, at the house, since a young and I've been paying my bills, for the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through, round up motherfuckers I can wait through, too much money to be making, need it wide, work for myself like all you niggas sign it. Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Bob, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up, like, what are you doing today? I'm gonna get first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags with fun facts. Podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. Yes. Sorry, I changed it up this, this episode because... I'm apologizing to you, the listener, because the music threw me off there. I jumped in too early, so I had to go with the dramatic pauses. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I am joined by my friend and co-host, in that order, Brendan Flanagan. Mm. A man of few words right now? Very few. That's good, right when the microphone's in front of your face. That is the perfect time to be the man of few words. Oof. Dude, that was rough. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He was shook. I'd be shook too. Yeah, I forget his name, but he, yeah, the foul ball that hit the young fan, and that dude, he could not compose himself. Alamore, yeah. Oh. Is the kid all right? I don't know. That's a good question. Damn. Not 100% sure. Should probably hit the Google machine on that. Let's see. A terrific way to start out the show. Flynn, how you been? Since we last talked on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Uh, I've been all right. Just uh, did a big workout on Monday, and I'm still sore from it. Big workout. You know they picked on me at work on Monday because I was walking around, and I I had a little bit of a limp against myself because Sunday's leg day. Don't yeah. miss, don't don't skip leg day. And they I was walking down the hallway, and somebody was like, "Y'all good? What's the limp for?" And I was just like, "Oh no, I'm good. I'm just sore from leg day." And like that is so something you would say, <laughs> and I'm just like, "What? Like I'm not." I'm not even – it's Alberto uh, – Albert Alamora, Alamora Jr., Cubs outfielder. I want to get that name correct. Is so the kid good? I, I don't know. I'm still looking it up. Sorry, I'm filibustering right now. And they 
they were uh, they they picked on me, and and I didn't even think that'd be sound, like sound like something I would say. I don't even think I come off as the douchey workout type. To be fair, I think that's you, and I say that with love. Mm-hmm. That you're definitely the douchey gym lifting. You're you're clanging and banging in the gym, right? When you're lifting, you're a grunter. I'm a big grunter when I work out. It does not surprise me at all. Albert Almora Jr. hits kid. Young fan. Ah, here's an update. This is from Deadspin two hours There's ago. There's no update. This well, is a baby. Oh, really? A small kid slash baby in the sands. Whoa, was rushed upstairs immediately. That child might. Yeah. Mm. Oh, here we go. He said there was no blood on the ball, and when he went up to find the family, the girl seemed alert and conscious. So that's good. That's scary. Oh, nope. Never mind. I take that back. The Houston Chronicle could not track down the child <laughs> or her family, but they did find the fan who caught the ball. He said there was no blood on the ball, and when he went up to find the family, the girl seemed alert and conscious. So that might be a second hand from the fan. What a sad way to start out the show. Sorry, guys. That caught us off guard, though, as we, we have the, uh, the good old television on right now just for, just for stuff like this. Flan, let's bring it back. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Please give us our, our biweekly dose of fratitude with Alpha, Beta, Zeta. Um, alpha this week. Yes. Oh, who was it? I had an alpha. What was the alpha? I forgot it. Uh, let's just go. Alpha this week is to the... Fuck. We, are, <laughs> we are off to a fantastic um, start this episode. My goodness. Just fill in the alpha with your own choice, It does, get, it does get better. Um, you, the listener, gets to choose the alpha. You the yeah, you you the, you are the alpha. You today. are the alpha because we are clearly <laughs> not on our A game right now. So you we're the, say you are the alpha today. You the listener are, are the, the alpha. alpha. Okay, that's interaction right there. I like that. And then uh, beta, we got beta. That should be us, dude. Fuck. Beta goes to uh, the lake. Actually, it goes to who? What's the uh, GM of the Lakers? Rob Palinka. Rob Palinka, because he supposedly set up a. Uh, Meeting with Kobe Bryant. The Rob Lowe clone. With he, the meeting was like uh, Heath Ledger and Kobe Bryant because supposedly Kobe was so inspired so by moved. Heath Ledger's performance in The Dark Knight. Only problem, if you connect the dots, is that what Heath happened? Ledger died yes. six months before the movie came out. Problematic. So either they dug up the corpse and had a meeting with the corpse or in classic Kobe fashion, he literally sat down on a table by himself and talked to a ghost. Of Heath Ledger. Or, or, Kobe got a pre-screen? No. Not a six, six months in advance? You're still, you're still editing early? six months in advance. Okay, I was just throwing it out there as a possibility. Excuse me, sorry. There's no way. All right, yeah, Rob Palenka. Do we think Rob Palenka, I heard this brought up, do we think Rob Palenka is a pathological liar where he just lies, he just has to I mean, lie? I was on his side until he brought dropped this Heath Ledger thing. I don't think he's just, every story he's had just big lie. Or, or is he just a storyteller? Where he likes, you know, like something could happen, right? But you like to kind of embellish it a little bit, exaggerate, add a little bit of flair to the story. It's like it's like making a dip and you throw in a couple little spices there to, to mix it's, it up. It's funny how Rob Palenka is like the only connection he has to the Lakers is through Kobe. Kobe. Has literally like just made their like the, their franchise most favorite player, Magic Johnson, just disowned. <laughs> We will get to that in a second with Magic Johnson. Magic, I don't that think that guy been, ever wants anything to do with the Lakers ever that, again. That I don't, I don't be, know, know when the heck that guy's going to attend another Laker game. That could be your Zeta, but I'm not going to spoil it. What's your Zeta? My Zeta for the week is... Um, oh, man, Flan. Zeta for the week is... Let's just go... Um, Giants. Attempt, attempt number two. Hey, take the easy way out. I like it. San Francisco Giants. You're losing to the fucking Marlins. They lost, did they lose today? In an empty ballpark. Did well, they I lose mean, today? They should be accustomed to playing in an empty ballpark. Did they lose today, though? Hey, I think so. Let me they, lost, they got smoked yesterday. Let me double-check the score. Yeah, it was like 11-1. to one Yeah, 4-2 to they lost there today. There you go. To the Miami Marlins. The only thing, the only measuring stick I've been able to use for the Giants right now is, hey, we're better than the Marlins. Apparently, we're not. We've just had an easier schedule. 
It's mm. insane. Baseball, man. Baseball. I'll still continue to watch. We're going to a game soon, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's go June 11th. How about that? Portuguese Heritage Night. That during the week? Yeah. Oh, why did you make it a weekend, man? Tuesday night. First pitch at 6.45. Get home by 10. 30, 45-ish. I got to be up early anyway, so it's not like I'm going to have us out all night. I get up early. I get up before you, so. Yeah, I know. No complaints there. Why did you do it on a weekend, then? Because traffic and cheaper tickets on the weekday. Go to more baseball games. Thinking with my brain. Mm. There you go. And my wallet. Okay, so Alpha, Beta, Zeta, when in all reality, you're going to pay more for a game. Oh, actually, wait, the 12th or the 11th? The 11th is That's a Tuesday. That's my dad's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mike Flanagan. He actually bought Raiders season tickets today. Raiders? Why? Because they're 300 bucks a seat for <laughs> season tickets. <laughs> Wow. Hey, that's actually that's a pretty good deal. You buy 600 for two seats. That's a pretty good deal. So you're going to some Raider games this year? Yep. Really? You drive? can literally buy 10. You, well, actually, it's nine games because one, one of the games is in um, London. Mm, that's true. Oh, you get, the pre, you get the preseason games too? Yeah, you get two preseason games and then you get seven games. But the thing is, the best team coming is the Chiefs. Every good team they face is... Or there, and then also the Bears, but the Bears play them in uh, Bears in London. Oh, and every good team they play against is on the road. Yeah, that happens. That yeah. happens. So. Too bad. Got a bunch of like what? They, are the Browns and the Browns don't come to town again because they don't play the they don't play the North. Who are the? Who no, are the, they could. Who are the shitty teams they play in the AFC? Well, what? Who was the, the worst Raiders team? In the, who was the worst team in the North? It was the Bengals. So. Okay, I'm looking right now. So yeah, they'd be the Bengals. You have a preseason home game against the Rams, a preseason home game against Oh, it looks like they only have three preseason games. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't that does not add up. You got the Jags, the Titans, the Bengals, the Chargers. Chargers are a good team. You're sleeping on them. The Lions. The Bears are in London. The Chiefs. Oh boy, yeah, you're right. This is a rough schedule. And the Broncos. You see, is Joe Flacco elite? But we'll talk more about the Raiders later. So, Flynn, wrapping up your Alpha, Beta, Zeta. Alpha is you, the listener, for making it through to this point. Although, we're starting we finally hit. We've finally gotten to a gear here. We're going. We're chugging along. Hmm. Beta is Rob Polinka, secretly Rob Lowe. You can't tell me that. It, who knows, man? They've never been in the same room at the same time, I bet. It's just a, a reckless guess. And then the Zeta is the Giants because it's just... I think this is, I think the Zeta will be the Giants until, the, until they win a game. <laughs> okay, so, so we'll, or, so we'll check might, back might in on Sunday and see how that's going. All right, switching to this, let's go talking points. The first one, actually, Flan, I'll let you pick. Do you want to talk Magic Johnson, the Rockets, or the NBA Finals game one? Uh, Magic. We're gonna talk Magic Johnson. I'm going to let you say what you got to say about it, then I'll go. Go ahead. Sound off on, on Magic Johnson. Uh, I don't really have much to say about Magic Johnson. I, I was not on his side. And then after <laughs> Rob Polinka dropped the whole Heath Ledger story, and like starting to think everything that the guy says is a lie. Mm. So maybe I'm more on Magic's side now. So now you're swinging back to Magic, huh? But uh, it's pretty funny how Rob Polinka, who has only tied to the Lakers is through Kobe, I believe, has now just completely disowned the Lakers franchise favorite player ever in Magic Johnson. It's really weird. I mean, Ma- it's probably Magic and Kobe, the two favorite players of that franchise, right? Uh, yeah, I feel like people might like Shaq. Shaq kind of went around, but like, them. but those two were Lakers for life. They didn't change no. teams. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So those are no those are the two it. players, and like they literally just disowned one of them from the franchise. Oh, I don't know. Disowned. I think. When's when the next time you think Magic's gonna attend a Laker game? <laughs> next year. He you think have, so? He doesn't have to sit with Palinka. He could sit with Jeannie Buss. I don't think he's. I don't think he even likes Jeannie Buss anymore. Mm, his sister. Although I feel like there's some like background ancestral stuff with that man. Like, I don't. I don't buy the whole "she's my sister" thing. Like, I think she became your sister after you guys had a falling out. But, um, you know, I just think that they're. You know, they're both around the same age. If I if I remember correctly. Memory serves correct. Mm. Look at look. I'll check that real quick. I wouldn't be sufficient if there was a secret Magic Johnson affair back in the day with one Genie Bus. That Magic Johnson is fifty nine years old and Genie Bus is fifty seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Yeah, how about that? Pulled that one out of my ass, and I'm definitely going to run with that. They're having a <laughs> secret rendezvous behind Cookie's back. Okay. It, it's really weird, man. I don't, I don't understand it. And what I don't like about what was done, especially on the part of ESPN and Magic Johnson, is you already went off and you sounded off on first take. Then this article comes out from behind the scenes. It's got all these quotes. You feel the need to defend yourself again. That's fine. But ESPN sponsoring it? Do you... The cupcake uh, correspondence that they had sitting there with him, Michael Wilbon, Stephen A. Smith, Scotty Pippen, Doc Rivers. Yes. They were all, those guys are all peers and friends of Magic Johnson. Hell, two of those reporters look up because that's like, that would be like you and me sitting down and questioning Barry Bonds, trying to really, really drive in questions about his steroid use. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We grew up as fans of Bonds. We were amazed by him. We were inspired by him. Why are we going? We're not going to press him. Those guys, as much as they want to throw around their credentials and their bona fides as journalists, they went up there and that was soft toss for Magic Johnson to go and take some BP. They were going underhand, soft with our tennis balls, and he had an aluminum bat, and we were just watching him fly. It was just a total chance for Magic Johnson to swipe or to to cleanse his name and once again, you know, make sure that everybody knew it wasn't Magic's fault. He was going in there. I, I do believe some of what he was saying about trying to go in and change people and those people just not wanting to be changed, so he probably should have fired more people. But this idea that all of a sudden you're all is forgiven because you you had guys that look up, you know, Doc Rivers, I'm sure, admires Magic Johnson to some degree. You know, Scottie Pippen, the same. So, because um, Magic's just a winner. You know, he's taking some L's here, though, because I don't know how many people are really looking through this. But what? there's not much to be proven there when you're just going to go up on ESPN. The guy that they should have interview, um, Magic Johnson, is Lil Cone. <laughs> that guy would throw the serious shade at him. <laughs> I would like to hear, and it's unfortunate because, well, actually, he's not, he's not tied down to any network. They should throw him in front of a Colin Cowherd or a Skip Bayless. I'd love to see one of those guys going. Skip Bayless throws some t- softballs. He thinks Bayless I would? I think Bayless would definitely. So you think Cowherd would be our best chance for to get some, like, serious I think Cow- I think Cowherd would. I don't think Cowherd in your face would go after you. I think he would be. An, I think he would be able to kind of to to cheese him up during the interview, kind of not ass kiss, but just kind of you know rub rub against or rub him the right way to where he could say stuff to like draw magic to. They should have low. They should have Portnoy interview him. Portnoy would go right after anybody him. at Barstool. Just yeah, hey, tell us. We about need to have. You need. I mean, that's the that that that's. They all have a personal relationship to magic. Yeah. And they're. I don't think There's any of those no guys There's no objective go reporting going on with that right no. now. There's none. Um, other than maybe that, maybe the report that was dropped that he's, I'm saying anybody that's, that, that magic is going on TV with, there's no, there's no objective reporting going on. It's all buddy buddies, everybody trying to make nice with magic because of the connections that he has. My question is magic had this, I'm Mr. Wonderful. I'm Mr. LA. I could do no wrong. Showtime magic Johnson. Does he still have that appeal to you? Does he still have that image? I didn't really have it. I mean, he, I guess he did, but I don't okay, really think that whatever anymore. Whatever image you had of Magic Johnson before this and after this, has it changed at all, positively oh, yeah. or negatively? Um, I think negatively, mostly. Say for me, it's he's taken some licks, and Magic is somebody that wants to be liked by everybody, is always liked by everybody, and now... He's going around and realizing, I'm not liked by everybody, so I need to make these attempts to get back into good graces because I like being liked by everybody. I like being Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, good for him. We'll see what happens. All I know is that it's an absolute dumpster fire down there in L.A. So, good on you, Lakers, and see if you can fix it because right now the Clippers are definitely looking like the hotspot location. All right, how about this? Another team in the Western Conference flan. The Houston Rockets are apparently shopping everybody but James Harden. That means Clint Capella's on the table. That means Chris Paul's on the table. That means P.J. Tucker's on the table. That means Eric Gordon's on the table. What are some other Rockets I could throw out there? Gerald uh, Green's on the table. Not really familiar with that team. <laughs> you know, we've only eliminated him for the past five straight playoffs. That's amazing. Imagine building a team built to beat the Warriors. You came so close last year, and then this year it looked like it never even had a chance to begin with. Not even 
and I mean you're missing part of KD, and it's like wow, I just that's that's unfortunate for Houston. I'm mind blown. My mind is turned to mush <laughs> with with trying to comprehend what is going on in Houston. But would you trade Chris Paul? Yeah, I would. Would you trade Clint Capella? Yes. Hmm. I think I think Capella's a little overrated. Really? Capella kind of I mean Capella's good on the boards. I like him. The one guy I still laugh at so much is uh who was that guy that would play for uh George Washington that went and played with the uh Pacers during the uh Miami Heat years and he always he's he wasn't he was a terrible center, but whenever he played the uh Heat and they had nobody that can stack up against him, he was just balling out. Oh, he w- he didn't go to the George Washington. Guy. He went to Georgetown. It was I'm like about Georgetown, yes. Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert. Yes. That guy was so bad, but once he played the Heat, there's nobody they could f- they could throw against him. He was the only big man on both teams, so he just dominate. Yeah, it's <laughs> that that's that was, that's. Uh, I still got a kick at that when I think about that. So that was that was cheering now for he's those Pacers teams, but yeah, now he's not even. I don't think he's still in the league. No, if he is, he doesn't play. He's got to be out of there. But every time he'd be on TV against other teams, he'd just be not be good. And then all of a sudden, he plays against the, the Heat, and all of a sudden, everyone's like, he's the best center in the league. It's like, whoa, relax. Pump the brakes there. All right, next, last I'll up. Still, I think the best center since Shaq, there was about a three-year span where Andrew Bynum was a what? fucking beast. What? Out Andrew of the, Andrew Bynum. It was about a three-year span where he was so good. It was it, it was the debate between him and Dwight Howard back in those days. I would say that Dwight Howard has probably been the most dominant center that we've seen. But he, like he those took to those Magic three team. years though, he Bynum took Howard to school. Those there's like three years before he got into drugs and stuff. Mm. He had a falling down. He was that he had three years. That was probably the last time I have seen just a. Dominant, ha- dominant center. I would have to to revisit those stats because I think Dwight Howard was a better center than Dwight Howard was much more athletic, but but Bynum had post moves. Bynum had a post game, whereas Howard didn't. He spells it weird too. He spells it with like an with like a U, huh? B Y Andrew Bynum. Oh, I don't know how to spell that. D R U. Uh, something. But he had like a three-year stretch before he got injured and got into drugs and stuff where he was nope. balling. He spells it the right way. Okay. Yeah, he's done. He was retired in – or he hasn't played since 2014. But he had like a stretch from like 08. In those, those years, it was like, it was like Celtics, Lakers. 08 to what, uh, 10? Probably you're gonna, 10. You're going to say 2010? So where well, there, no. he, he had he had a stretch there where he was great. 2012. 2011, 2012. 2011 to 2012, he scored – he scored. He averaged eighteen point seven points a game. The stretch you're thinking of, he averaged about fourteen points a game. I just remember watching him like go against the best, better centers. Him just dominating other yeah, his, centers. His best year and his only year was his All Star year. Was 2011-2012. I remember he had that, but that year it was eighteen and super 11. impressive. Wow, pretty good year for Andrew Bynum. Okay, but he only played sixty games. And then he had the knee injury, and then he did not. I just remember somebody says Andrew Bynum. I just think of. The center, there's like a span where he was just so damn good. You could have seen how high his ceiling he had was. The if one he, season. If he, you could have seen how high his ceiling was if he just had his either didn't get injured and he had his head on straight. Now I I would like to throw, if we're gonna throw the cutoff because Dwight Howard came in the league a year late after Andrew Bynum, so I want to take a look at this. We can we ignore Dwight Howard? Actually, I mean we don't have to, but Dwight Howard since he's been in the league. That same year, 2011-2012, Dwight was a 20.6 points a game, 14.5 rebounds. So, a little bit more dominant than Andrew. I just remember those two. I do remember watching those two go at it, and Bynum always dominated Howard. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying that it was, you know, that's that's not true. Just statistically, Howard was the better was the better guy. I'm going analytics on you. Mm. You go manalytics, I would go analytics. <laughs> manalytics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. I don't know how we got onto that topic. What? This one? Bynum. You brought him up. But how are we getting the centers? That's a great question. <laughs> oh, Clint Capella. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fell down the rabbit hole. All right. Game one of the NBA Finals is tonight, if you're listening to this when I think that you're listening to it, Thursday morning. 
as we record this Wednesday night. But Thursday evening, Game 1, NBA Finals. The NBA has apparently spoken to Toronto about Drake. Not sure if that means they want more of him or less of him. Probably given some warnings about, say, hey, don't let this fool touch the coach. Don't care if he's a representative of your squad or not, however symbolic that is. We have seen that Kevin Durant is out for, for sure game one, probably game two. But he traveled with the team anyway. And DeMarcus Cousins officially has no pain in his quad. So we'll be seeing if he makes a return. The problem with Boogie is definitely not in game shape because it's been like, what, six weeks since he played? Yeah, okay. I can maybe give you 15 minutes, bro. I can maybe give you 15 minutes to help you help have you help us size up Marcus All. Like that's what I would do. if if I see that Looney and Jordan Bell are struggling trying to and and Jones are struggling trying to keep up with with Gasol, I definitely would just take Bynum and Cousins and split their time. Just whatever time. Bynum. You, Bynum. My bad. <laughs> Bogut. Bogut. You know what I meant. So I would take Bogut and and. Boogie and I would just whatever time you'd give one of those guys if they were healthy in their prime just split it in half have them go you know I need 10 minutes from you 10 minutes from you or 15 from you 15 from you type of deal and make it work and throw different looks to try and keep Gasol on his toes I I think personally I think the Dubs have game one I think the Raptors get one of these two games but I think the Raptors get game two you think Dubs got game one um, you are you still saying it's dubs and six? Yeah. Okay, I'm still saying dubs and five. So you have them losing twice. I don't know when you'd have them lose. I think it's just gonna be scattered, like maybe like games two and five. It's very erratic. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, again, you have them closing out at home. That's right. I'm just just putting it just right in the throat. Mm, just beat at your own place. Take that. Make it the part of their kingdom. <laughs> How about that? All right. So that'll conclude the talking points. Kind of petered out there towards the end. We'll see. No promise. I don't know if Tim Brown is actually available, but it's now time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, I was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets voice out west. No Tim Brown today. A little late for him. It's okay, Tim. I hope you're getting quality, should I, as you listen to this now. This is a stat here. The top four fastest pitches thrown this season all belong to Cardinals pitcher Jordan Hicks. They range from 103 to 104.2. But all 14 of the, the top 14 fastest pitches have all been thrown by him. Gas. That's what that is. Straight gas. Flan, you you approve or no? I approve. Great oh. stat. Okay, thank you. Whoa, man. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man, we're going to see the clip again. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Man, that's insane. They really should put nets up all around the ballpark. I know people are going to be upset with that, but at least down the baselines, it's gonna, you're going to have to put nets up is really what it is. And I understand this stuff happens so infrequently, but you're going to have to do it. I say the one thing, yeah, even the catcher looked away like, no, because you could probably just hear that thing, you know? Oh, oh definitely. Oh, it's and it's deafening. So, but, you know, when a pitcher gets hit, when a, when a ball comes back and hits the pitcher in the head, I don't think pitchers should be wearing helmets because I think it's so infrequent. But this happens a lot during the game. There's a lot of foul balls that go into the stands, and, you know, it's unfortunate. So, something that baseball can learn from. All right. So, that'll do it for the stat of the day. That took an awkward kind of shift. I'm not going to lie, man. Learning about that right before we started totally threw me off. Yeah. If we're going to throw excuses out there, which I I'm totally, totally agree. You agree? All right. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. I should probably just throw myself in there. I have a farting co-host. <laughs> Taking it very seriously. There you go. I, I, you don't have to take it seriously, man. Tonight's episode has been awful.
awfully good. We're still trying. We haven't given up yet. All right, first up on the winners and losers list, I am going to nominate the Oakland Raiders. Mm. You have Mike Mayock and John Gruden, who are football guys. But and you have Big Mac as a season ticket holder. Well, <laughs> is very, very, important, very important detail. You have Mayock and Gruden, who were once football guys that became TV football guys and are now becoming football guys again. I still think they're kind of TV football guys. Then you have A.B., Vontez, and now Richie Incognito. Mm. This is a team that was that was constructed for hard knocks. Don't be stupid, HBO. Don't be stupid, okay? I'm going to give the Raiders an L right now, but if we find out that they're getting hard knocks... We'll go back to this week and give them a W. They go, we will retroactively give them the W, if we remember. Flan. Yes. Did you hear this from the NFL? There is a very, very strong chance that the NFL will be extending to an 18-game regular season. I don't like that. Pete, Pete Prisco of CBS tweeted out, 18 games in the NFL is coming, get used to it, but players, aside from quarterbacks, will still play 16 games. Rosters will be expanded. More oh, jobs, do that? more money, it will happen. That was a toss-around idea like four years ago that nobody thought would actually happen. What? So you're, you're so you're basically you're emphasizing your backups much more because you because you only you only have your players play you're gonna sixteen have a, games so you have to prioritize your backups a lot for two games. But still, like that those two games could mean or or it could be an eighteen game regular season with two buys. So we're just getting an extra two weeks of regular season football. They just take they just take one of the games. No, that doesn't work. There would still be a preseason. Mm, yeah, there'd be 18 weeks. You'd get rid of one preseason game because the fourth preseason game is usually kind of a joke anyway. And then each team would probably have two bye weeks. You'd probably get one at the beginning of the year and one at the end of the year. Mm. And they just they just layer them differently. Like if you got a if you got a bye week three, then you probably get a bye week 15. And then if you got a bye week four, you probably get a bye week 16. Mm. Do, 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 you know, and they they just cluster them together in there. I wouldn't be surprised. And then expanding the rosters, yeah, that's to keep guys healthier. And the quarterbacks would play all 18. That's interesting. Well, you know, in theory. We'd, we'd see how it goes. But, yeah, Pete Prisco says that it's coming. So I like this. More regular season, more meaningful football, which is not a bad thing. That's a W. How about this? The Atlanta Braves are going to be playing host to the 2021 All-Star Game. Mm. Winner or loser? Winner. Awesome. All right. I don't know if you saw this, but I was, I was just reading the notes that I had for it. Did you see the White Sox first pitch yesterday? I did. The staffer? I did see it. What happened? Uh, wasn't there a guy taking a picture and the girl just threw it right at him to the side? How close was he to the mound? You, I don't know how close he was. He was kitty corner to the mound. Really? Yeah, he was literally halfway between the mound and... So if there was nothing there, he would have thrown far, farther left than 50 Cent did. Yes, it would have been... It would have been worse than 50 cents opening day pitch. The only thing, or, oh, me first pitch. The only thing that made it worse was that the fact that she domed the cameraman. Well, I think it hit the camera and then it hit him and then rolled off. But where he was positioned, he was halfway between home and first base. Kitty cornered to her on the mound, and she domed him. And she domed know, him. She domed him. Not the not that time. She domed him though <laughs> with the ball. So I'm gonna give it a giant L. How about that? All right. Next up. High school basketball, mm. specifically Sierra Canyon High School. This is where Bronny James Jr., LeBron James Jr., excuse me, and Zaire Wade will be teaming up to play basketball. That's going to be a really good high school team, man. Sierra Canyon. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we should go drive down to L.A. and check out a game. Yeah. That's what we should do. <laughs> Try down to see a high school game. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to do. Just see, I see I'm covering it for YSN. Uh, it's work-related. I swear I'm going to write this all off. Yeah, so Sierra Canyon, that's a W for them. I give it to Sierra Canyon. That's a huge catch. How about this one? Randy Moss and Deion Sanders went fishing. Wow. I'm going to see if I can find, I gotta. I got to find the video real quick. Where did it go? Here we go. Moss, you came back to Texas, Texas. Your neighbor was like, we banged the devil, 
Can you Google where Deion Sanders is from? Isn't he from, like, the Texas, in Texas? Randy Moss is from West Virginia. You definitely heard the West Virginia mm-hmm. in Randy Moss. Deion Sanders, thanks for Googling that and getting on that. <laughs> really good. There you go. Where is he from? Houston. Mm, Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, never mind. So, close but not so close. Those two gentlemen sounded extremely southern and extremely happy on a fishing boat. That is that's so country right there. <coughs> country bumpkins fishing together. At a W, we're giving them the winner. W, big W. Oh, it's cool when you catch fish. Big, 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 big W. All right, next up on winners losers, we have Taco Tuesday. Oh. And I don't know why this is a story or why I put I it in here. I think it's funny that Did ESPN used uh, LeBron James Jr.'s video. I bet that would been. I, feel, I don't know why, but I feel like if you're ESPN, that's kind of. Stupid to use a 14-year-old's video. Well, well, they did it, you know. Get the content where you can. Yep. The Taco Tuesday at the James household. Did he? Did Did LeBron James ruin Taco Tuesday? No. Let's ask the questions that really matter here. The thing I hate, the one thing I hate is those people that, like, they go, oh, sweet, LeBron all over Instagram, this Taco Tuesday, and you have that one guy that pops up saying, this is what LeBron's dream was. He never got this as a kid growing up, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, well. Wow. Thank you, dude. Uh, you are hard taco or a soft taco guy when you do oh, taco. Soft, soft, you go soft, soft tortillas. Soft, soft, soft. Hard shells are cool, but it also limits the amount of of taco that I'm able to make. And sometimes I might want to go extra meat. You know, well, how can I say that? Pause. Extra beans on mm. on the taco mm. with lettuce and cheese, maybe a lot of salsa. And I can't mm. necessarily do that. I have to be very, very diligent when it, when you're partitioning out yes. in a hard taco. Yes. Right? Yes. I just want to make sure I'm not tripping here. You're not tripping. Okay. Just want to make sure. Selling. It's really easy sometimes. Yo, it's hot out here, full pimp. Okay. I don't know nothing about that. Ugh. Water hose. <laughs> I don't get them. I don't have any. Never have. Never will. Ooh. All right. How about this one? Next up on winners, losers. Jimmy Butler is coaching Mackie Mack Wahlberg's daughter. So, yeah, he's, he's there's a video tweeted out by, it, oddly enough, by Jimmy Butler. It got tweeted out by Jimmy Butler, but Mark Wahlberg's the one taking the video. So, hmm. I wonder if he sent the video to Jimmy Trippy. Butler, and Jimmy was like, I'm going to tweet this out because it makes me look dope. But, you know, something tells me that Jimmy Butler could have taken young Wahlberg and probably a bunch of other nine-year-olds and still beaten that Timberwolves team. Boom, boom. Boom. Gotcha, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh. What are you looking at? That looks good. The what? Double Western look. That's the best burger of all fast food. Uh, actually, the In-N-Out's good. That's in the top five. Pause. For sure. Pause. We momentarily interrupt this winner's losers. I'm going to say. The Western's in the top w. five for sure. What? Western from Carl's Jr.'s top five. What? Get out of here. I'd take a big Carl over the Western any nah, day. No, 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 no. The Western. Western. Get out of here. You got a double-double from In-N-Out, correct? Yes. You got a Whopper from Burger King. Yeah. You got big a Mac. Big Mac. What's Jack w- in the Western. Box? A Jumbo Jack. I don't ever have. I don't never. I don't never have I've never had a Jack in the Box. A Bacon Western is what you're going to say that Carl's Jr. No, Carl's Jr. hangs their hat on their famous star. That's their burger. I've always thought they hung their hat on the Western. Interesting. I wish we could do a live poll right now to find out. That'd be worth noting. You think they're a top five burger? Western's the best burger they got. Wow. I think. Give me a big Carl. Ah, uh, Western. Or 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 a, or a, a double or a famous star, a double famous star, which I think they call superstar. I like the Western. Um, Uh, shoot. Oh, sorry. Um, I was going to say buffering there for a second. Western, I like a lot. Um, Double Double, Whopper, Big Mac. Yeah, actually, those, those are four for me. 
I can't yeah. think of any other burger I really, 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 really like from fast food joint. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. Thank you. Burgers. All right. Uh, bringing it back to winners, losers, because we got absolutely nowhere with that. I think you're wrong, by the way. I don't think it's a top five burger. I think it is. No. Yes. No. Yes. Respectfully disagree. Respectfully disagree with you. Okay. Fair enough. So, because are we going to put, are we going to say that in and outs regular burger is different than a double double and a triple uh, just the in and out burger is number you're one you're going to throw in and out burger in general umbrella, is number one but there's a different distinction between a whopper and a big mac yes but yeah then, the, but the, the only difference between a hamburger the only difference between a hamburger and a cheeseburger it, that's the only thing they serve there is a slice of cheese and an extra patty that's the fundamental difference with a cheeseburger and a hamburger I know but it's, like, it's, it's the same thing basically Yes. Whereas the Western has barbecue sauce, onion rings, bacon, and your star has, I don't know what the hell is on a star. Lettuce, tomato. And all that crap. All that crap? The fixins for a burger that make it a classic burger? Yeah. What are you talking about? The only thing I'd, I'll actually pass on my burger is onions. I don't need that. I used to not like pickles or onions, but now I, I'm back to putting pickles on the burger. Gives a little bit of, little bit of pizzazz there. But even when I'm at home, I make a homemade burger. I put Thousand Island dressing on the bun. Because you want to get that taste. Oh. That in and out taste. You tell me you go straight for the barbecue sauce and the onion rings when you're making an at-home burger? No, how much just just a standard burger at home? You don't even put anything on it? Just a burger, lettuce, tomato, and ketchup. Really? What? Yeah. Are you a cheeseburger guy? I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. Pepper I, jack I or cheddar? Swiss. Really? See, Swiss cheese to me is so gross, man. Don't even get me started on Swiss cheese. First off, you're getting screwed because you're not even getting that much cheese. There's holes in it, okay? <laughs> so you're not getting as much cheese per capita as you should be getting, or whatever that is, per square footage. Pepper Jack, man, that's where you got to go. Pepper Jack's good. You get a nice little, it's kind of calm, and then kick. Mm, and then not, no much, not much kick. A little bit. You think there's some kick, then you're a pussy. There's... Okay. <laughs> I'm not just like wow, it's really spicy. I can't handle pepper jack. I'm just saying it's a cheese that'll get. It's not a bland cheese. It's no, just no, it's not bland it's cheese. Tasty, tasty. Oh, okay. And then we go back to being tasty, tasty, <laughs> tasty. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? You get yeah. what I'm saying? Now. You, yeah, you see where I'm coming from. Okay, next up, back to winners and losers. <clears throat> Almost died. Oh my god. So the Braves have a have a kind of a sideshow going on called Beat the Freeze, where they, they you race this guy who I'm presuming is a former track lead. He's a grounds crew member, and he runs really, really fast at Braves home games. And they give you about a 15... Mm, 15 is kind of rough. I don't know how to estimate it. They give you a, a healthy head start. And for the most part, he tracks everybody down, except for this once, the Freeze lost. I think that might have been the first time that he lost. And and he didn't just lose. The man got smoked. Did he lose last year? Okay, maybe this is the second time that the Freeze has lost. But he got smoked. And we could use the excuse that it's still early in the season. We'd have to take a look at how many Braves home games there are. Maybe he hasn't gotten his legs underneath him yet. But I just think it's worth noting, if you're going to build a promotion about, hey, can you beat this guy who's really fast, and all of a sudden the guy starts getting beat, it might be time to change up the, hey, this guy's really fast, can you beat him thing. So, unfortunately for you, Mr. Freeze, we're going to have to give you the L. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. All right, how about this one, Flan? As we sat down just before we hit record for this, this adventure that this episode has been, the St. Louis Blues won game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. Good on the blues, good on the blues. Why is that good, Flynn? So, you know, less, uh, it'd be so awesome to see the St. Louis win so Boston's getting a parade. Yeah, because we're just tired of you winning, Boston. That's all. All right? Sucks. Call it respect in some twisted form of fashion if that's the way They're it's They're just so lucky. It. If it wasn't for that stupid pick 199, <laughs> half this shit would never happen. That silly tuck rule. I think the tuck rule might have delayed it maybe a year or two. Could have really thrown them off their game. They wouldn't have started winning championships so early. And you know what's really been the, the biggest pisser out of all this? is really about 2010 when the Red Sox started winning consistently. When Because it was cool to see the Red Sox get their World Series in 2004. Don't get me wrong. Very cool to see that. 2006? Okay. That's great. 2010, all of a sudden, it's like, fuck, dude. Like the, 2011. The, 2011, excuse me. It was like, fuck, dude. The, the Red Sox are like a juggernaut, and it's really getting annoying. <laughs> 
And then you know, 14. Not 14, then 13, it right? It gets lost in there because, yeah, the Giants had their little success there. But the Red Sox is like, come on. And then the Bruins have been good. And then the Celtics, they're just annoying. Actually, what's really been fun is watching how dysfunctional the Celtics have been. Did I know? Oh, that's my fault. Should have muted that. Okay. <laughs> is, uh, is sending me highlights of the game. Okay, yeah, that's the game that we covered. Awesome. Ooh. Oh, you got a freeze frame of that last out from that high school game I was covering today. Turns out that the umpire blew the call. You can definitively see. The listener cannot, but Flan can. You can but didn't you say they get absolutely destroyed? You can see. Well, it doesn't matter because they had, they had two guys on base. They were down four, but they had two guys on base. This guy was hitting for an infield single. It would have loaded the bases. You can see the ball right there, the glove right there, and then take a look. Oh. His foot's on the bag. His foot's on the bag. Was the coach pissed? Oh, it, yeah, but he was arguing balls and strikes earlier, which for those of you who are not too privy on baseball, you don't do. You just don't argue with an ump over balls and strikes. You can let him know that you think he's fucking up, but you can't go out there and argue with him. You can't show up the umpire. I don't know why people continue to do it. The umpires are the most passive-aggressive creatures in the world. They will definitely express. They will expand their strike zone if you're getting on their dick too hard. Okay, and it, I've seen it happen. I've watched it happen now in two high school games back to back. These are guys that have regular full-time jobs and then go out there and ump baseball because they think they can make it to the major still. So it's a huge ego stroke, and they can get paid for it. Mm. With that being said, let's bring it back to the St. Louis Blues. I hope that this is the beginning of a gentleman's sweep. I said it. I want to see him win three more in a row. Boom, 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 boom. That would be nice. Get it over with. Get it over and done with. There's nothing against you hockey fans. I've enjoyed this hockey postseason, but I'm just saying I'm tired of watching Boston win. It'd be cool seeing them win, uh, seeing them win on uh, Boston's ice. Oh, wouldn't it? That'd be awesome. Bring it back. It's going to have to go back to Boston, so that's where hopefully they, St. Louis takes care of business at home. Shouts out Vladimir Tarasenko. Hmm. Really the only Blues player I know. But the only one I need to know. All right, Flan, we have reached right about that time for the pop. Culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. How about this one? I'll open it up for you. Judge denies bond for rapper Kodak Black. Mm. A judge ruled that the rapper should remain in jail until his trial, calling him a quote-unquote danger to the community. I've got a more important one. Hate to see it, Kodak Black, but that's what you get for making those comments at one Lauren London after Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P., passed away. You for, it's just for all my dogs out there. It's for all my dogs. Okay. Iggy Azalea has uh, some leaked photos. Whoa. For my dogs out there. Again? Didn't she already have her nudes leaked once? No, I just I feel blindsided, embarrassed, violated. Market research. Hold on. I got. We're just gonna type in Iggy Azalea. Let's see what we got here. Nope. I don't see nothing. Well, it's there. Yeah, I don't see nothing with the quick search. I see a lot of memes of people with Jergens and and tissue paper. I don't see a whole. <laughs> I don't see a whole lot of uh, pictures of Iggy Azalea. It's probably for the better. Okay, all right. Let's go back to get out of the search. Anything else, Flan, for the pop culture update? That's it. Okay, great. Not much going on. Awesome. Let me see if I can find one last thing. You know what? This has been a tragically awful episode, and if you've listened to all 49 minutes of this right now, you are the true MVP. I appreciate you, and we'll have a better show on the weekend. How about this? Aladdin tops the box office. You see that coming? Nope. All right. Good talk. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, that'll do it for us. We'll be back on the weekend. I'm not sure. We might push for Saturday again. I don't know. All I know is that this one was bad. Oh, that was great. You think it was great? It was entertaining for sure, but I'm saying structurally this one was awful. <laughs> I'm just looking at this, mm. and it's just, yeah, oh, okay. 
So with that being said, we'll just stick a knife or no. Whoa, dark shit. No, no. It was supposed to. The saying is stick a fork in it. It's done. And you're I thought you were going to say a knife in yourself. No, no, no. I'm not going to take it that dark. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. I'm not going to get that beat up <laughs> over this podcast. But, uh, you know, we've had better. We have had worse. But we've definitely had better. All right. For the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. All alone up in this world, so much could be an orphan I tell him shorty, yeah, she cool, but I don't need a girlfriend I'm trying to build up my estate and I don't need a whirlwind Yeah, you will be the person I'm just connected with the angle, you can see the cursive I see you best fuck with the shit and you don't need a curtain I swear I said no once and you a different person Yeah, finna give your girl some I'm on rebound shit like I'm Dennis Rodman You hit me months ago, I lie cause I already got some Shit, you broke up with me first, so what's the fucking problem? Yeah. What's the fucking problem? Wouldn't even say that bitch if she was living got him. Peace of quiet lately, hella cool, it's fucking awesome. I get a lot done nowadays by the pool before I couldn't breathe. Ooh, hella smoky, goddamn. Suffocate now, I can't breathe.